The history of television is a history of failure. For every television series that lasted years and years, there were dozens that lasted only one season or less. But did they deserve to die? Or were they... Cancelled too soon? Cancel Too Soon, the podcast where we review television series that lasted only one season or less. My name is William Bibiani. I'm a film critic for places like Crave Online and IGN. Everybody calls me Bibbs. You're done? I am done. Uh, Whitney, <laughs> introduce yourself. You're my Whitney. Name, my name is Whitney Seibold. I'm Whitney. I'm also a film critic of some stripe. Uh, I write for the internet. And I have two podcasts now. You do. Yeah. <laughs> this one and the debut of our new one, Critically Acclaimed. That's right, uh, which you just, can hear just now. Start on it the... up on, you can go to YouTube and look that up. You can YouTube on YouTube on the SK Plus channel. We're also on the Schmozno uh, podcast feed if you want to listen to it in audio form. But that is not why we're here. We are here to review TV shows that lasted only one season or less, I'd... and in this case, much less. <laughs> um, in this case, a pilot. One single solitary <laughs> episode, and we're going to talk all about it, and it is uh, thematically appropriate because this is our Justice Month of Justice, where every week we are reviewing a new television series that lasted less than one season, or a whole season, I guess. Anyway, they're DC superhero shows that failed. Mm. And, of uh, which there are many. Oh, there's so yeah. many. We couldn't fit them all in. We, were, yeah, we have yeah, way yeah. too many left over. Uh, but uh, this is one we had to do because it's a little notorious. Uh, and um, and it's short. So that also helps with our schedules. <laughs> uh, but to join us for this, we really wanted to bring in uh, some great geeky experts uh, to talk about this particular episode. And uh, if you need uh, your history lessons in geek, you should go to the Geek History Lesson podcast with hosts. Ashley Victoria Robinson, say hello. Hello. And Jason Inman, say hello. Say hello. Nice. <laughs> um, say goodnight, Dick. <laughs> you, you guys have been teaching geeks the history of geekdom, and I, I really am glad you are, because I think some people like get so entrenched with their introduction to a lot of these characters mm-hmm. that they don't necessarily do the research and find out where everything and where everyone came, came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where did that come? Where did you? Was that just where you wanted to do uh, public service with that podcast? <laughs> <laughs> a geeky po- uh No, we had the idea to do a podcast for like about a year, and we couldn't come down with what we wanted to do. We didn't want to do a daily news show, and I'm a big fan of like educational podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we love these characters. These characters are coming up in movies and TV shows. Wouldn't it be amazing to like tell their entire history in like an hour, so that when people are watching those movies or watching those TV shows, they're like, oh, I get that reference. I get that story idea. Oh, that's different. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and it just l- rolled out into uh, Geek History Lesson because I think we were like, let's just call it what it is. It's a Geek History Lesson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we've <laughs> agonized over the name forever yeah. and ever and ever, and it just wound up being uh, what it is. <laughs> what was like the weirdest name you were like kind of fighting for? Like, I kind of <laughs> want to call it like Sid and Marty Croft Superhero Bonanza Teaching Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we called it that. <laughs> Before we knew exactly what the H- show HR was... HR learning stuff. Yeah, there you go. Before we knew exactly what it was going to be, it was going to be the Weekly Planet, 
But uh, it's also a good name for a podcast. We also Some discovered there's another podcast. Some assholes already own that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, we were like, we I'm came sure they're the, lovely. I don't know them, yeah, but yeah. it was frustrating. We were so excited about because we're like, that's the perfect name because it's like the Daily Planet and it's weekly. And then we looked it up. And we're like, oh damn, it's already out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how how much do you delve on your podcast into like real like publishing history and origins of genres? Is it just like here's the here, character here's, history? Or here's all the, the flash, history. or do you like here's what the publishers? Publ- were doing, the publishing or, history yeah. usually only comes up at the beginning. The first the five or ten minutes. Yeah. Unless some, there's a reason why, like, characters like Black Canary get rebooted for silly reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there was a very specific reason within the company why they were brought back, then we bring that yeah. up. But it's mm-hmm. mostly fictional character biography, which okay. gets really fun when uh, retcons are a thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. The, the publishing history generally comes up, yeah, when, like, a title got canceled. Mm-hmm. Or because sometimes, like, a character's history will just stop. And then restart, and when the restart happens, their second history is nothing like, or they get a brand new origin. So you have to be like, well, I have to tell you a little bit. The reason that happened is because in the 70s, they canceled like, this title. Uh, like okay. Spider-Woman, yeah. for instance, was originally oh, yeah. a woman who mutated from a spider. And okay. she was like gross and hairy and okay. had eight I eyes. I actually did not know that. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. And okay. she, she had about seven <laughs> issues. Gross eight eyes Spider-Man yeah. character? That sounds yeah. great. Good Spider-Woman has like Good luck four <laughs> different... Yeah, she has like four different origins. And then she eventually yeah. became Jessica Drew. Like yeah. three I, incarnations just, later. And that's just the first Spider-Woman because there's like five Spider-Women. Yeah, now, yeah but yeah. they were all at Marvel or incarnations of what became Marvel eventually. Yeah. Nice. And then so. another, another one is that if, you've, if you're if you a fan of Supergirl, you know this character Mon-El that's been showing up there that is uh, Supergirl's uh, boyfriend on that episode. Uh, or that show we I'll did say it, Supergirl's terrible boyfriend. Sir, yep, terrible <laughs> boyfriend. He, he's uh, one of the reasons why I kind of stopped watching it for a while. I'm like, I'll yeah. get back to it someday. We did. We oh, did. This season's yeah. really good. He's not in it. I yeah. need to catch up. I gave up like halfway through the last yeah. season. Yeah. We did his lesson, and his character has been time traveled retcon. Five times? No, I think it was like eight. Like, so we had to keep stopping and be like, all right, and now here's a brand new origin. Oh, it is the most geez. insane episode of our podcast ever. So that's the one. That's the one that's Mon-El. the hardest. Yeah. Is, is, there, is there anyone whose origin is even crazier that you're dreading getting to? Because, dear God, how do we explain, like, Power Girl? Oh, well, Power Girl's actually not that bad. She's just her okay. two Supergirl. The, that'd be, okay. that'd be dope. The Legion of Superheroes episode, we know, is somewhere down the road. We haven't done it yet. <laughs> and we know it. There's We don't see any way you can do it without doing a three-part episode because... And one of those so episodes convoluted. is just the name of every yeah. character. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Because <laughs> there's like hundreds of, of legions yes. of superhero characters. There's one yeah. guy called Arm Fall Off Boy. His arm falls off. Nice. <laughs> that's, that's real. That's, that's, that's handy. That's my new favorite comic book character. Do you just do like superheroes and comics, or do you also do like Wicked or Dune or other things? We that are we have we varied out into video games. We varied out. We we've actually done, we've done books. We did Hunger Games. We've done one okay. non-fictional one. We did the Company of Pixar. Okay. Uh, yeah, but, we, we've done video games, but we find that people um, mostly respond to the comic book characters. Okay. Um, we would love to expand it. Like a, a big request of ours is people are telling us to do George Lucas. As sort of a non-fictional history, but we haven't gotten there yet. I would love to do Dune. We also have done uh, ones, like we did yeah, the history of the Speaking s- of convoluted, yeah. Geez. yeah. We did yeah. the Sith and the Jedi, which was difficult, and then the, the history of the Enterprise. Okay. No, when, when uh, you which did, was also difficult. When you did the history of the Sith and the Jedi, did you yeah. have to do two for like extend a like expanded universe and then that no longer exists? Here's what actually mm-hmm. happened, apparently. Um so basically No, they're each one episode. Okay. Um but when you go and you look at some of the collected source material you're like oh this is 85 pages of material so the way yeah. you the way I broke it down because I talked about those lessons was like I'm going to cut out everything I'm not interested in yeah. there you go. and that's yeah, maybe yeah. not the best way to curate a source like that but when you have that much material that's what it comes down and, to and that's a lot of it too like when we do some of these characters especially the comic book characters you learn that like a lot of their golden age silver age adventures are they show up they capture the criminal the criminal goes to jail 
Five issues later, the criminal gets out. They capture the criminal. The criminal goes to jail. And so we tend to like skip past a lot of those because mm. until we get into like at least the 70s. Until because, we get maybe a greatest hits issue here and there. Yeah, or like a really iconic storyline because it is just the same storyline beat for beat for beat over and over There's and over. There's not a lot of serialization yeah. for mm-hmm, a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you guys are also, you're, you've entered into the realm of uh, creating your own yeah. comic book and your own comic book hero uh, with Jupiter Jet. Yeah. And that is out, uh, that's out now by the time this episode comes out, right? Uh, it'll be out December 6th. Oh, December 6th. Okay, yeah, yeah. that was in November. Oh, well, I was able so a to... a little preview there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you showed us some, some pages from it, and mm-hmm. it looks really, really gorgeous. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, so uh, Jupiter Jet is a girl, a 16-year-old girl named Jackie Johnson in the 1930s, and she inherits a mysterious jetpack after the mysterious death of her father with a mysterious power source, and uh, she robs from the rich and gives to the poor like every teenager would ever do and she winds up fighting bad guys with glowing eyes who might uh, not be humans yep. is that accurate yep. <laughs> yeah, she and one in the first issue she steals this mysterious glowing uh, green glowing pyramid and then that sets off the entire that's the inciting incident you might say because uh, Praetor Pluto this man whose eyes glow and has an army of robots wants that back and so she's now entered this world that she has no idea how to deal with uh, on top of being a teenager and trying to pay the rent. And, she, ha- the and she has a cat. Yeah, she has, she has oh, a cute cat. Oh, sold that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You buried the lead. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you just described something that I half remember from my own childhood, watching an anime series on public television when I was maybe six. <laughs> like that, that, this is the type of thing you're describing. Well, oh, I, nice. I, I like it because it has this kind of retro uh, aesthetic feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that in the '30s? Mm-hmm. Kind of this sort of steampunky kind of vibe. People call it diesel punk, is what we've heard. Which we didn't I like say. That. Yeah, yeah, that's that's diesel good. Mm-hmm. I, but one the, the thing I think I responded to the most from from what I read is. It's got a very upbeat energy to it. Mm-hmm. Like it's not very dour. I think it's so easy Ooh. to really mm-hmm. pile on heavy drama angst. and even yeah. yeah angst That's because and- Jason was there because I made her angry in the first draft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I was very much about like I really wanted it to be a fun book. I also wanted it to be a book. And I, this is maybe a bad analogy, but I wanted it to be like Pixar. I wanted it to be like. A five-year-old kid could read this book and get something out of it, but also an adult mm-hmm. could read this book and get something out of it. Because it is very serialized, and there are a lot of clues and a lot of Easter eggs that I think the adults will uh, respond to. But also, I think a kid can respond to this and be like, ha that's a funny joke. Yeah. You know? So I, I, if, we can, if we can all hit the up demographic, I think we'll yeah. be in a good spot. Yeah, yeah we, we, that, and that's a big thing that I really want to respond to, because like, I love uh, DC Comics Batman right now, but I don't think you can hand that comic book to a 10-year-old. Uh, from yeah. what yeah. I'm familiar with, yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I'm actually way behind on my mm-hmm. superhero. Well, yeah. but not, I, I feel that but, way yeah. about a lot of the movies too. Mm-hmm. It's like t- adolescents took them away from kids, and now kids can't have them anymore. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. I think it's one of the reasons why they needed to do Spider-Man now. Is to just remind me, hey, superheroes can be kids too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and kids yeah. have people they can actually relate to. But, you know, I, I, they're all in their late forties at this point. Yeah, they are, are really. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think an eight-year-old though would want to sit down and watch like Man of Steel. Right. No, but no. you could give them Superman the animated series, there you which go. is not mm-hmm. only great storytelling but great for uh, nerds of all ages. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm better than that horror-ass movie. <laughs> I, I have a theory that you, uh, you two, based on what I read in Jupiter Jet, were big fans of the post Tim Burton sort of pulp superhero movie era of like the Rocketeer. I love Rocketeer. Is a big yeah. yeah, the Rocketeer is a big influence. Dick Tracy yeah. and the Shadow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all of those were, were yeah. pretty neat. It's it's yeah, it's that type of idea, like the the pulp serial kind of like yeah, I, you know when it's the idea that when you're reading Jupiter Jet soaring, like I want you to feel like you're soaring. But that's the idea. Like if there's anything I want anybody to read this of our comic book is that when they put it down, it's like that was fun. 
That's mm-hmm. that. If they say that, then then we succeeded. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Nice. Now, is this a miniseries? Is it an ongoing? Or so right now, it's a five issue miniseries, and if it does well, it could be an ongoing series. Okay. So please pre-order it. That really, <laughs> really, really helps the company know that people are interested in it. But mm-hmm. we have uh, five volume ideas, yeah. wow. so we would really That's love awesome. to be able to tell. I don't know how yeah, many. I would, can't this is volume one, and we, we would love to get to volume 25. five. Twenty-five. That'd be yeah, twenty-five yeah. issues. So head down to your local Gee, comic book store and tell them you want it. Yeah. Yes. Make sure that you yep. want them to, to actually stock it. Yeah, in. and it'll yeah. be available on Comixology and all the online comic book services as well. Yeah. That's fantastic. So. Well, well, I'm glad we have some superhero experts here because, again, we have a superhero show. <laughs> and uh, we have a notoriously failed, failing, <laughs> one of the failingest superhero shows <laughs> re- we've re- ever re- done. Re- in the DVD. Uh, <laughs> although, uh, yeah, this Vanna one, White is on point. There you go. We have a, uh, we have an uh, interesting our history. Listen, to our this listeners one. can't see my Vanna White gesture. Just great that. for radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this this is a weird, fascinating one. We're going to yeah. get to a clip uh, uh, right now. Uh, but let's get started talking about Mercy Reef, aka Aquaman. I remember the day your mother's plane went down. Who are you? An exile like you and your mother. Exile from where? Atlantis. You say hi to Captain Nemo and the Little Mermaid for me? Can't run away from your true calling, Orin. So if Atlantis exists, then how come no deep-sea probe has been able to discover it? Because it's cloaked in a shroud no modern technology can penetrate. The Bermuda Triangle. If you look hard and long enough into the deep, something's going to start looking back. All right, so... So Mercy Reef so was the Smallville was a hit. Yes, it was. <laughs> but, uh, the, the WDB did essentially a Beverly Hills 90210 version of Superman. And they yes, called it Smallville. And I, it was, I, call, I always call it Dawson's Creek Superman. Uh, yeah, more, yeah, yeah, more, yeah, more apt. That's so more apt analogy. Yeah, and they they wanted to have these Kal-El's Creek younger. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh my god, I'm not t shirt. That's not bad, right? (laughs) Actually, the history of Smallville itself is kind of interesting. I think a lot of people know Smallville because for a long time, it lasted forever. Ten years. They refused to stop making that show. Like, we we just let it die. No more Smallville. This is all we got. The oldest looking high school Superman. I have to to admit. He started old. Like, in the first episode, he looked like he was 28. (laughs) I, I have to admit, though. I watched every season of it live because <laughs> when it started out in 2000, again, we don't like. By that point, we only had X Men. Spider Man had not come out. Mm. There were no really awesome Nolan Batman films hadn't happened. This was all we had for Superman. <laughs> this was it. That's true. So if you wanted a, a live action Superman fix, this was it. Yeah. And, and I think it's interesting that the origin of this Aquaman pilot is actually kind of similar to the origin of Smallville, except Smallville was a hit because Smallville <laughs> was actually born out of a pitch for a television series of Bruce Wayne, yep. which was written by Tim McCanley's, the writer of the Iron Giant movie. Mm-hmm. I have never read this script. I know people who have, and they said it was fantastic. And the idea of Bruce Wayne Ooh. was it's kind of like Gotham, except he's not a little kid. It's mm-hmm. it, He gets home from Gotham, he gets home from his international travels, and then it's a couple of years before he becomes Batman. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that was the idea. There's a lot you could have done with that. It would have been super exciting, and apparently one of the stories that they pitched... Uh, Tim McKinley's pitched in that document was 
Bruce Wayne has to go to Smallville for some reason, and then there's this annoying high school reporter kid who keeps <laughs> dogging him, and Bruce Wayne can't figure out how he keeps following him around so effectively. Uh, mm-hmm. And it would have been really great. And apparently the WB said, why don't we do that as a show? That sounds like a good show. <laughs> and according to Tim McCannelly, he said, I'm willing to do that if you don't make it a sexy 90210 Monster <laughs> of the Week show. And WB said, that's what we want. And he was like, take it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, wait, you're so, paying me how much? <laughs> so yeah, we, we have teen sex, teen uh-huh. relationships, teen dramas. One of them happens to be Superman. Basically. Or, or yeah. rather, a young Clark Kent, he's not Superman yet. Until like the yeah. last yeah. scene. But, yeah. and then he the, red, fact, the red and blue blur? He's the, re- he, he's the red and blue blur. Then he becomes the blur. Until the last episode, he doesn't put on the Superman suit and become Superman. <laughs> well, uh, but spoilers. Best yeah. well, yeah, it's heading there. Yeah, I yeah, gotta yeah, do it right. eventually. But I remember in all the promo material, the, the young, studly, yeah. pouty lips, piercing blue eye, huncular ice cream chest actor that they got to play this guy, Tom Welling. <laughs> You can just say Tom Welling. I'd rather say all those other words, but uh, it was it was him in this like really kind of Tom of Finland bondage position where he's tied to a wooden yes. That was that was really weird. And he's shirtless. That explains so much about the first the, arrow, but like like yeah. clearly some bullies got to him because he has this very stern expression on his face, and the the sky behind Have him is going seen dark. The pilot? I haven't seen it since I, it came I, out, but I that's basically what happened. Oh, yeah, in the pilot of Smallville, it's the idea that they're... Because the Smallville like high school, I guess their mascot is the Crows, uh-huh. and so they have this hazing thing, because Clark Kent's a freshman when he shows up. Oh, Jason, so that, as someone who's from Kansas, are there Crows in Kansas? Does that make sense? No. Uh, not at all. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but the, the other thing that doesn't make sense is they have this hazing ritual where they're like, oh, we're going to make one of the new freshmen the Scarecrow, right. and they take him into the cornfield, tie him, crucify him, and then paint an S for Smallville. First of all, he's supposed to be a Moses analog, not a Christ analog, so... (laughs) I hope that that's the thing you're mad at. (laughs) Call L is Hebrew for vessel of God, (laughs) alright? That's awesome. So, as Smallville came on and and came and went, they they started running out of ideas super fast, and so they started bringing in (laughs) other heroes, like, and just kind of randomly, some of them were cooler than others, and they did an episode called Aqua, which introduced their version of Aquaman, and the creators of the show, Mm -hmm. uh, who are Alfred Goff and Miles Miller, uh, they realized that this character had potential to be their own thing, but rather than create a spinoff, they decided to create a separate sort of universe for it, which probably doomed them. Yeah, I would agree. I think I think the the idea I understand what they did, but if they connected it to Smallville, it would have been really hard for the network to say no. Mm-hmm. And instead, they did. It's, uh, what they it's did. interesting that, you, that that's the idea because that's also how Arrow happened. Because Arrow was originally supposed to be the Green Arrow spinoff starring Justin Hartley mm-hmm. out off of Smallville. They were just going to be like, this is basically Smallville season eleven, but it's, we're going to call it Green Arrow. And then I heard that CW at the last minute was like, no, 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 let's just do he our sunk one pilot. Yeah, intended. yeah. I think, or something like that. They were like, let's just do our own Green Arrow show in its own separate pocket, and that's how Arrow is. I will say thank God because I think Stephen Amell is the superior Green Arrow. Stephen Amell's fantastic. So Justin Hartley plays. The history of these shows is that they're kind of staggering into the right idea. (laughs) Whoops! What happened? Uh, Justin Hartley plays Aquaman, aka Orin, aka Arthur Cura, aka. AKA, Let's lick his abs right now. Well, that's a good name, but he he insists on people calling him AC. When I heard that, I said, if someone told me. To call them AC, I'd punch him in the dick. <laughs> you know, I, I was bummed that he didn't add because I'm cool. Oh, <laughs> oh, 
Nice. Because they're desperately trying to make him nice. There's a basketball player named AC Green. He gets away with it. Nobody else. Oh, yes. Um, so in any case, uh, so the show was developed for the WB, and they made this pilot. They clearly spent a lot of money on it. They got some big names in it. They spent some money. On they it. spent a fair <laughs> amount of money, and it was not picked. It was uh, what happened was it was actually kind of piss poor timing because it came. Uh, they were done with it right around the time that. Uh, the WB and the UPN networks merged together to form the CW, yes. and the CW didn't want to grandfather in a bunch of shows that mm-hmm. other people developed, yeah. and now... Which is really common, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. If a company changes hands, all of the old company stuff is just put on the shelf. Yeah, because yeah. if it's successful, it's successful because someone else did it, and if it's a failure, it's a failure because you let it happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, so it never uh, aired in America. It aired in a couple of foreign markets. Apparently it aired on TV in Canada. Woo! Nicely done. Nice space. <laughs> put it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll take and, anything, guys. <laughs> and uh, eventually they released it on iTunes on July 24th, 2006. I remember that, actually, being released on iTunes because it was a big deal. Yeah, everyone was like, they're doing that? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was this sort of hope that maybe it would be so popular that I, they would yeah, have to make yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Nope. Uh, it was also released on DVD with some box sets of Smallville. Apparently really? it's like a Best Buy exclusive. Hmm. So, That's uh, smart. Yeah. A special feature. Well, I mean, yeah. what else are you going to do with it? And but you have it, so why not? You do something. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm surprised they're not making a big re-release out of it right now because of Justice League. It was also fairly oh, recently. Wow. We'll well, <laughs> it was also fairly recently put on Blu-ray as a special feature of Justice League: Crisis on Two Earths, which I recommend checking out anyway because that movie's really that cool. movie's actually one of the better animated movies. It's yeah. really great. Like, I love that one. And then you can chase it with Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, do it the other way around. Watch the chase. <laughs> so anyway, AC. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm real fast. I just want to. Stands for douche waffle. Yeah. Uh. All right, well, just real, real, real fast. It was developed by Alfred Goff and Miles Miller, who did Smallville again. And you know them in Smallville. They wrote Spider-Man 2. Into the Badlands. Uh, Into the Badlands. Oh, on right now. Awesome. It's really popular. And they've done a whole lot of failed TV shows as well, which we're going to get to. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Including Time Cop. <laughs> Why? I love Time Cop. Uh, show. The script. <laughs> and the you're, 2000... You're the one. I'm yeah. the guy. <laughs> and the 2011 version of Charlie's Angels. Oh, my God. Have you done Time Cop? Uh, we've not done Time I Cop I am yet. in. Okay. I've watched that series live. <laughs> we track it down. We will do Time Cop. My God. Jeez. Okay, so Justin Hartley, who is currently on This I'm Is so Us. Glad we have you on can we show. can this we just great. appreciate that Justin Hartley like has a career post Smallville and it's- he's good. <laughs> is like, he, he's good because he's I'm gonna tell you spoiler he's terrible in this pilot. He's like the weak he's like the weakest link in this pilot. He looks like he's like He's he's like Batman, but he's Ben Affleck, but they frosted his tips and had him look a and little he's, confused. But he's already blonde. Why make him blonder? The, the, inexplicably. Well, I, because Aquaman in the comics has traditionally been a blonde, Super like yellow blonde, blonde yeah. character. That's, that's, so it's, they didn't want him to make. It's also a fun down. fun little geek history lesson. Plug plug. Uh, <laughs> in the comic books, it is a plot point that Arthur has blonde hair because Atlanteans don't have blonde hair, and that's the reason why Arthur was kicked out of Atlantis uh, okay. because it was there was like some weird prophecy. Curse, and all the Atlanteans turned against Arthur and his parents because he had blonde I'm hair. I'm just saying, well, if you want to convince people there. that this is a sex symbol, he's got to have the hook hand or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, you gotta build to the hook yeah. hand. That's like the, the badass season three. Yeah, <laughs> the dark season. Wait, the, the hook hand makes him like a sex Lonesome symbol? Dove, the outlaw years. Aquaman <laughs> is not interesting when, when or I'm, sexy until hook-handed Aquaman yeah. in like the 90s. Yeah. Which was a cool version okay. of Aquaman. If, if I'm yes. making out with somebody, I would rather they not have a hook hand. But uh, <laughs> well, then you're doing it wrong. He can take it off. He can take you're it off. You're doing okay. it wrong. 
I suppose so. Or you got to yeah. get into bondage. You got to tie it behind. Him. <laughs> there you go. Do such a bar, it'll be fine. Uh, all right. So Justin Hartley is currently on This Is Us. He played Arthur Curry. Lou Diamond Phillips plays his adopted father, Tom awesome. Curry. That should have been a giant signal right there that this show is never going anywhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips. I like him as an actor. I do too, but he's in so many fly, bad uh, TV shows. We need to get the. Well, you know who else is? You know who else is? What's Jason? What's her name? Terrible Wonder Woman. She sings shows too. She is like she's. It's strange that the Orville is still going at this point. Yeah, it's only been. But you can tell that this was her Mandy Moore phase because she's got like the blonde dyed hair too. Like she looks like lower at Mandy Moore. Yeah, so funny. And and in every single scene, she's in a bikini, so she's obviously Mm -hmm. offered you know. Yeah. Cast as the babe. Well, the she's, babe, she's babe not a main character. She's the show, villain yeah. of the week, which is a mm-hmm. weird thing to see Adrian Palicki, who has built up some real credibility, yeah. and, and be, even, the, be a siren, just a monster. I legit and, thought she was supposed to be Dolphin when we first saw her with the tail. I was like, oh, she's Dolphin. That's cool, right? Yeah. No. no, just villain of the week. <laughs> <laughs> but, but a siren... Which, like is, a which thing is a move from in the, the right ocean. direction. That's yeah. kind of classical literature. You know, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, we got. Uh, uh, okay, we got as Lieutenant Rachel Torres. We got Denise Quinones from also did some Smallville. She was a former Miss Universe, um, and she plays a uh, uh, Air Force pilot who goes down in the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, yes. oh man, the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, oh, we have to talk about that subplot <laughs> because that's some stupid shit. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the Bermuda Triangle, stupid shit pilot, we got Admiral Brigman played by Rick Peters from <gasps> Leprechaun Four. In space, oh! <laughs> and we're going to see him again when we cover the Cancel Too Soon series, the event at some point in the future. Oh, I remember if that you, stupid show. Yeah. <laughs> if you need some help on history of the Leprechaun series, I'd be oh, happy that? to. Oh yeah, we're, we know the Leprechaun series very well. <laughs> that might actually be a real fun crossover around Halloween. Yeah, that's cool. Leprechaun. Yeah, there you go. Oh, twice in one year. <laughs> so uh, Arthur Curry, who by the way looks thirty, but everyone says he's twenty, and I don't buy it for a second. Oh my god, for real. Though. And on but top of being 20, he co-owns a business. Yeah, he has his own like swim and surf shop. That he apparently yeah. is not good at, though. Yeah, like he's yeah, terrible. Like, he has a business partner named uh, Eva, played by uh, Amber McDonald. She's that cute little robot from Wally, right? Uh, <laughs> no. <what> <laughs> sure, yes. Yeah, there you go. Would have been better. They, they, they had her in makeup in Wally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, we have uh, the person who would have been. Uh, his tutor, mentor, yeah. his his uh, 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 person who tutors mm-hmm. Alfred, I guess, uh, who is McC- a character named McCaffrey, played by Ving fucking Rames. He yeah. should have been Aquaman. The show would have been better. <laughs> I would pay to see that. Yeah, he could have pulled off the harpoon hand. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> and then finally, the last major cast member. She's only in the first scene, but I think she actually has a lot of presence, and I wish I'd seen more of her. Was uh, Daniela Deutscher, who played Atlana. Uh, the mom. Aquaman's mom, yeah. who in the opening scene, the series begins with Aquaman, young Aquaman is like 10, and his mom, and they're flying over the Bermuda Triangle, uh-huh. like you do, and the it, they get like laser targeted they're la- tornadoes from space? Like the world engine laser comes out. Laser tornadoes come up Earth. from underneath the ocean mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. they zap their plane out of the sky. She dies, calls him Orin. Mm-hmm. Which is his, news to him. His, yeah, because yeah, his real a, name is Orin Hatch. And, yeah. uh, and they land in, in the ocean and he's okay. And he's saved by a bunch of whales. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, whale. Some bad CGI ocean well, and whales. Well, yeah. and, and a good yeah. whale set. Like sure. something the kid can actually mm-hmm. sit uh-huh. on. Yeah. So there's like, he's on the back of a whale. It was, it was funny because it reminded me of the plane crash that Launches arrow, which is very effective, yeah. and by comparison, very well shot. Yeah, Actually a boat crash, but yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. still, still I, an I, incident I, at yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ironic that Aquaman goes down in a plane and arrow crashes in a yeah, plane. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so then the, so then we cut to ten years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aquaman has never figured out the mystery of his mom. He's living with Lou Diamond Phillips, who I guess was dating his mom, mm-hmm. as we learned at the beginning. But but also Slash adopted him? Yeah, adopted him. Did straight officially up. adopt yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not married. They weren't, I guess adopt, he, which I mean, but they have the same any, last name. They're both named Curry. He, because oh, he yeah. adopted him. He yeah. legally adopted him. Uh, but I mean, you know, anyone can do whatever they want. Maybe this is more progressive than I initially gave it credit for. <laughs> I don't know. But when we... Yeah, s- single father adopted the son. That's, yeah. that's what happened. What we cut to, and this is the... I think this is one of the, the two weirdest decisions they make in this whole pilot. Because normally what happens in like a superhero pilot is someone gets powers or find out they have powers and their life changes and there's this big moment. With Aquaman, he's already knows he's got his powers. He knows he can breathe underwater. Mm-hmm. We know he can like swim through the water like a fucking cigarette boat. Like we he with, knows a, with a bunch of uh, slack footed yeah. sharks. Oh yeah, I gotta say, like I a really I, really bad <laughs> effects, and he keeps pace with an F fourteen jet. Yeah, one yeah. So, I, I really like, hope that there are like somehow like extra feature shots of Justin Hartley in some sort of green screen wig just wiggling, wiggling at his butt. <laughs> But what's super weird to me is that he knows all of this at the beginning, and he's using his power to like rescue dolphins from like Neptune World or whatever their yeah. fake version of SeaWorld is. Mm-hmm. He he knows that dolphins are kind of talking to him, and he knows all of this. But towards the end of the episode, when he sees his first monster, and Ving Rhames says, "Yeah, you're from Atlantis," and he's like, "Well, that's stupid." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, "You breathe underwater, <laughs> and you know it. This is not news to you. It's super weird." Yeah. Maybe he assumes, like he he doesn't talk to people about this, that there are just some people who can do that. You are right because in the Smallville pilot, I can't remember what he does, but like he he sort of doesn't understand his powers in the Smallville pilot, mm-hmm. and then he gets tied up and he meets Lex Luthor, and his dad's like, "Hey, you got to be better, son." And then I, he does rescue somebody in the pilot, like when he, he's like he's like, "Oh, he rescues Lex Luthor." Yeah, he's like, "Oh, yeah, that's right." He rescues him from crash uh, car crash over yeah. the bridge, and he's like, "This is what I should do." And yeah, we don't get any moment of that in this <laughs> like Aquaman like at the end of the pilot. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's still a dick. <laughs> I feel like he, he's anti-reading at the yeah, end yeah, of the He's like, reading, that's at, bullshit. At the very end, he's like... Yeah, what kind of hero is that? When <laughs> Bell is a better superhero than you. Well, Bell is a better superhero than most people. That's true. That, that, that was my favorite line. It was my favorite line in the pilot. <laughs> he's, he, uh, the, the, we're skipping ahead to the last <laughs> It's one guys. episode. It's Ving, Ving Rhames hands him a book. He says, this is part of your training. It's wrapped. He un- unwraps yeah. it. Well, no, first he it, says, really, like, it, like it, suspiciously, yeah, he, this feels like a book. Yeah, I guess as he's opening, he says, I'm not much of a reader. Yeah, I can tell, Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're doing too many crunches. But also, he gives him Henry the Fourth, Part One and Part Two. Mm-hmm. Henry the Fifth is a single play and has one of the greatest kingly speeches at the Battle of Agincourt in it. Wouldn't you want to give him less work because he's obviously an idiot? Well, I, I, my fear is like he's going to give him Henry the Fourth, Part One and Two. It's mm-hmm. like, and so you're a prince, so you're trying to. But Prince Hal is a dick gonna, in it. Well, I think that's the point: is that Prince <laughs> becomes less of a dick Prince over Hall time. Is, is, a, is a dick <laughs> who, like, is clearly using his dick powers as kind of obfuscation <laughs> yeah. to his actual good greatness. dick powers. So, I like that. Oh my God. And, and he's my fear is that he's going to be reading uh, through Henry the Fourth. Is like, I really want to be like this Falstaff <laughs> guy. This guy. I'm going to go get some sherry oh. and I'm going to just be a disgusting fat slob. I'm not going to be Aquaman. At the beginning of the movie, Aquaman is arrested mm. by the sheriff, who's played by oh, I forget the guy. His name. He's one of the cops from the Shield. And oh yeah, yeah. yeah you're and he's right, in yeah. Uh, Bates Motel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So 
He's arrested. Sorry, and he's arrested, that guy. You're great. <laughs> he's arrested for basically like eco terrorism. He mm-hmm. he set dolphins free, and it's like the dolphins asked me to. He knows mm-hmm. this. He hasn't told the sheriff that because that's completely stupid. But well, the what's, dolphins asked me to. <laughs> that, that that gets you put in a padded he, cell. He, like he, that's a thing. But he is completely stupid. He is I really think stupid. We can, but yes. he lives on a house. I don't understand. <laughs> here's what I don't understand about walking red flag. Here's what I don't understand about. I cannot connect to him. I don't understand him at all as a character because. Okay, so you felt compelled to save the dolphins, like in Free Willy or whatever. Cool, okay, I get it, you're a hero. And I kind of like the idea of an environmentally conscious superhero sure. who will actually put the environment and animals like ahead of people sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot to explore there. Oh, That's can you imagine idea. the episode where Al Gore shows up? Right? It would have been be great. great. Crossover with Captain Planet. Nicely done, too. <laughs> but uh, uh, what's weird is that, so he gets arrested, and Lou Don Phillips bails him out. And they talk about things like, oh, okay, well, we'll set you up like a like a legal fund. And I'm like, yeah. he's really cavalier about this. He could go to jail for a very long time. He is in a <laughs> lot of trouble. I could not then go about my day the way Arthur Curry does. Look, Bibbs, boys will be boys. Boys will be shit. What the hell? I don't, I just, I don't understand. There's nothing, he doesn't respond to things in a way that feels like human? someone who was raised by humans. Yep. Yeah, Not even yeah. human, raised by humans. Yeah. Because Clark Kent is a human being in, in his culture, in mm-hmm. every, in every mm-hmm. aspect. Arthur Curry is someone's idea of a beach bomb being cool. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a dude bro. And again, like, when Lou Diamond Phillips says, like, you have no purpose, you haven't done anything, like, do something with your life, mm. like, I actually was like... You should have just left him in the jail cell well, to yeah, think about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> in most pilots, when you meet that character in the pilot or the first episode or whatever, you're just like, oh, I hate that guy because he's an idiot or he's an asshole to our main character. But in this instance, I'm like, no, he's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> We're just old people. That's yeah. We're not the target audience anymore, but, so we identify with But I can dad. still go back. <laughs> the, the hard thing about it is, is it's really hard not to compare this to the pilot of Smallville, since they're the same character in the same well, tone. Well, even, and yeah. look, these shows are a decade later, but any of the DC TV shows that are yeah. on now. Yeah. Well, because a lot of these characters were created from kind of the same mold. Mm-hmm. They're yes. very similar. I mean, he's a chosen one. He's a an orphan. A, he's an orphan. Yep. He's a stranger in a strange land. He's an immigrant in a lot of different ways. All of these things are are just kind of inherently kind of interesting. Even just the idea of, listen, we're gonna, what are we going to do? What's the show? It's Flipper, but Flipper's a guy. Done! Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like it! Where's yeah. Elijah Wood? Oh, that's yeah. a good idea! <laughs> Flipper is smarter. Uh, and, and the other idea, to be honest with you, for making an Aquaman show, even though it's a stupid idea, the idea of the Bermuda Triangle, although I could see why they were thinking about this, because I could see in your pitch meeting where you're like, okay, how do we create our monster of the week? Oh, the Bermuda Triangle. It's oh, a magical place. Because yeah. it's all about finding the lost city mm-hmm. of Atlantis. Why is the Bermuda Triangle so yeah. weird? It's that Atlantis is there. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to let yeah, that go. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's uh, uh, oh god, this fucking show. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I, lost my, I lost my train of thought. There, there's, there, a, so. there's a way to say, I mean, there, all of this like weird cryptozoology fringe stuff about yeah. like the Bermuda mm-hmm. Triangle. That's great. I love that yeah, stuff. That's and, lore. That's yeah, myth. And, I like and, it. Like, you know, if Mulder and Scully were to go to the Bermuda Triangle. Like, they did. That's, that's fine. That's we, fine. We get a really uh, shitty did. version of Mulder. Oh, they did go there. Yeah. yeah. I that well, they, they end up like on a ship so, and like uh, in, back in time yes. and in the present. A, yeah. show, a show about Aquaman mm. doing consistent battle with monsters coming out of the Bermuda Triangle is great yeah. if you do sort of the Hercules type tone where it's yes. a little bit cartoony and kind of silly and you try to stage Aquaman as kind of a comedic character. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point in Aquaman's history, this is exactly when he was trying to get away from all that. You know, Smallville yeah. had made Superman into kind of youth-friendly and really Dawson's Creaky mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of sexy. And so they're trying to do it with Aquaman. 
And Aquaman's history up until this point was just a complete object of mockery. Everyone well, in the mainstream. In, in the mainstream. Yeah. And, and, and Robin is the same way yeah. around yeah, this time. Exactly. Because yeah. at so, this time in the comic books, yeah, Aquaman had a harpoon hand and he was he was he was pretty close to what Jason Momoa is now, where he was like this, is this angry was, is this king guy. He was dating guy. Wonder Woman yeah. in the comics. Yeah, at this I time, remember I remember that. Around this time, nice. he was dating Wonder Woman. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. here's the thing: Aquaman. Yeah, I you go to like sure. uh, Saturday Night Live. You sure, go right. to yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, Entourage. Yeah. You know, Aquaman mm-hmm. is is this character that is not well respected by many. I just people. I Definitely feel real, I've gone on a record this before, and still is. Yeah, I feel really bad for Aquaman as a character because Aquaman Aquaman sucked once. He was bad on Super Friends. Yeah. That one show, he was so badly done by one show yeah. that all of the great work other people have done, people like Peter David, doesn't matter, mm-hmm. all yeah. of this great work, no one gives a shit. Yeah. Yeah. No one cares. Oh, it's Aquaman, he's stupid. But no, actually, there's some good story. No, nope, I mean, care. what's the Super one thing Friends. everyone knows? He talks to fish. Yeah. Well, he doesn't technically talk to fish, but... <laughs> Wasn't it Graham Morrison who just said, no, he's just telepathic? Yes. yes. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course nothing, it was And he can talk to animals. <laughs> he can talk to everything. Yeah, yeah fine. Yeah. Done. Problem. Yeah. That's how you but, communicate underwater. Done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think to make a show like this work, you needed to do something kind of funny and... It takes Aquaman itself too seriously. Aquaman is not ready to be funny in 2006 when they were making it. <laughs> I don't know if it's so funny. I do think it's not terribly dour, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a certain it's, it's levity a, it's to the tone. It's a beach tone. show, so it has to be kind of laid back by dint of its setting. Yeah. And so you're going to have a lot of that sort of Venice Beach dude bro. But, but hilariously, and, the bar that shirts m- most of, of this is set in looks less good than the bar that the first Sharknado movie is set in. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you were like, that, man. Do you think that was an actual bar? Cr- yeah, maybe. <laughs> the 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 other thing that happens in Aquaman. So Aquaman's gonna like find out about his destiny. Blah 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 blah. Meanwhile, the military yeah. is fascinated with the Bermuda Triangle because people have started popping out of the Bermuda Triangle who disappeared like 40, 50 years ago, mm. completely unaged. That's actually a great idea on for, paper for Alcatraz. Not a great oh God, idea. I remember that stupid or show. Just another we already show. did that. Exactly. You did that? No, yeah. they did it in Alcatraz. It's, that was the it's, idea of Alcatraz. It's much less good I, as it was executed. I have, a, I have a short aside on Alcatraz, even though I know you already did that stuff. <laughs> because I, I watched that show because of Sam Neill. I was like, Sam Neill's in? I'm in. And then I remember... Isn't, isn't Hurley from Lost? Hurley's in yeah. yeah. And then uh, a really bad actress who's the lead. I can't remember her name. Uh, but anyways... We get all the way to the end. I remember watching the finale of that show. <laughs> it was frustrating. And I was like, this is the most frustrating <laughs> ending. They didn't. T- they told you nothing in season one. And I was like, I literally have never said a bigger fuck you to a show. That was that, that, we, have a, we did an awards uh, uh, episode for just all the weird shows that yeah. we watch. Us review. And that I think that won oh, our that worst cliffhanger. Worst cliffhanger. Oh, it's yeah. so bad. <laughs> one of the big mysteries, like there's all these keys that people are looking yes. for. These mysterious keys. What oh. do they open? And there's something in a sub-sub basement of Alcatraz sure. that has these mysterious very post-lost And of course, the last episode, they finally get all of the keys together. They open up this room, and there's a map in it. Oh, that's it. The the only reveal is that there are criminals outside of San Francisco. That's not a really big reveal. Meanwhile, the main character is not privy to all this. Supporting characters discover this information. The main character is busy fighting on the surface and and gets shot, taken to the hospital, and dies, and that's it. What? The the last shot is like... And then they never renew the series. flatlines, (laughs) and then they don't renew the series. This (laughs) is dead. The cancel too soon is frustrating on our end because every single thing we review doesn't end. Yeah. It's always a cliffhanger, but sometimes... 
second act. Sometimes <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. And Alcatraz, like, if you've built up any interest yeah. whatsoever, mm-hmm. it punches you in the face and walks out. <laughs> it's so annoying. And this one, so... Anyway, like, that's Alcatraz. Sorry. Yeah, but very similar to Alcatraz. It's very yeah. similar. So, like, okay, so the Bermuda Triangle's doing all this weird stuff. What's going on? I don't fucking know. Let's, maybe there'll be more shows. There will not. Okay, great. <laughs> The only thing we get out of this whole Bermuda Triangle bullshit subplot is that it turns out that the Air Force pilot uh, who uh, we've been following for a big chunk of the episode turns out she's from the Bermuda Triangle as well and she disappeared I in the 30s. I actually thought that was like maybe the coolest thing of the whole episode. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> I, I will say oh. this though. How did she learn how to fly an F-16? <laughs> she's from 1936. <laughs> they don't never establish how long she's been in the uh, that's, uh, that's uh, back uh, for I'll give you that. Yeah, we don't know how long she's been back. But can, the, we, can we talk yeah. really quick about the about the about her boss guy? Because oh uh, as Jason, as a, a person who was formerly <laughs> in the military, is often critical of uh, such uh, non-dimensional characters. Yeah, they, I, I I just like I was cursing. Is it Miles and Alfred? Is that their names? Miles uh, and Go. Uh, Alfred Goff and yeah, Goff and Miles Miller. Miles Miller. Miller. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I was like cursing them Miles because it was, it, was, it was another thing of like the most cliche Miller. Because he was just like, "Would you just get off my my fanny here? Get in that plane!" Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "Oh my god, I can't stand this." <laughs> like everything in it's just like, but it's here's the thing. Smallville, I think, did this too. I think they sure. really, I think they really understood that the only interesting character in Smallville is Lex Luthor because yeah. he's the only one who's like on a journey. Superman's going to become more Superman-like. Lex Luthor. The smart thing they did on that was when you meet Lex Luthor, he's nice. He's a good guy. Mm. He's a good guy, mm-hmm. and you know, oh shit. That's not going to go well over time, and you're kind of fascinated. Mm-hmm. And when I realized by the end of season one that we're not going to get to him being evil until the end of the series, I'm out. Uh, that was, I, at the time, that's what let I thought. Me, let me ask you this. Yeah. I, I'd love to throw this too, too to everybody burn. here. Do we think the main, like a big failing of this pilot, because it is so similar to Smallville, is that people just cared more about Superman than we gave a fuck about Aquaman? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, yeah. that's a part a- of it. Aquaman is like... Like D tier, mm-hmm. like right. you have your, your top three, which is uh, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Sure. Mm-hmm. Then you have your second tier, the Flash, maybe the Green Lantern, yeah, yeah. Green uh, Arrow a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe now and now, maybe, Green now, Green now Green at the time I was a fan, but just whatever. sort of classically speaking. And mm-hmm. then once you're past that second layer, that that's when you start getting into your Aquaman's. And Aquaman, I don't think really had a big fan base. Well, <laughs> there weren't a lot of like Aquaman kids in my school growing no. up. But I think I think that's the thing. I think this pilot had a, a the framework is fine. Sure. The framework is is a perfectly good structure for a pilot. There's nothing like the little details are stupid, but generally, okay, we got a superhero pilot here. This was their opportunity to show us how great Aquaman is. And because Smallville was such a big hit, mm-hmm. people would have tuned in at least for the pilot. I think and so. If, and if the pilot convinced them, this guy's really interesting, mm-hmm. we would have done it. And I think partly it's the writing, because Aquaman is basically a non-entity. Which I think is, the supporting cast is lacking, too, though. Like, we yeah. know who Lois Lane is, we know who Jimmy Olsen is, we know yeah, who Lex yeah. Luthor is, some people know who Lana Lang is. Who's an Aquaman supporting character, Also, besides Mara and, and Dolphin, who's like a C-list Aquaman character? True. You know? And we don't even see any of those people no. in this pilot. That's very, very true. But I'm just saying, I think the biggest flaw is Aquaman himself. I agree with uh, you. Yeah. There are elements of his character that I want to get behind. I'm like, oh, he's an eco-terrorist. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, Dropped. I, I'm like, I, and, the, and again, this guy who's, who plays him... Just doesn't play him very well. He's just this bland hunk dude. The, go- the golden seahorse necklace that I had when I was twelve didn't get you. No, no. I was like, oh, that's gonna suit. That's gonna sell real well at Hot Topic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think uh, uh, another big failing is the the beach setting. 
I mean, mm-hmm. yes. Smallville is sort of evocative of kind of old old world, mm-hmm. Amer- like Americana. Frank Capra, um, kind yeah, of. Yeah, uh, yeah. You go to Batman, you go to like the big city and kind of like the dark, shadowy corners. These are like kind of familiar mm-hmm. uh, archetypal settings in just the mass consciousness. The beach is a place where you relax. You know, when you yeah. have a cop show... I don't show, go there like, for drama. Well, it's, well, you go there for, like, Miami <laughs> yeah. Vice, and it's, like, drug runners and bikinis. And there's a kind of laid-back nature to beach-set shows that isn't really conducive to the world of superheroes, where there's always always has to be some sort of intrigue or action. I think that's a really interesting point. Because I'm trying to think yeah. of other shows that are successful that are set at the beach, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, Dexter's set in Florida and is occasionally at the beach. Well, you look at Baywatch, where it's just so absurd. Yeah. yeah. Most of the time that that's part of the appeal. Or, uh, um... um uh, burn notice is exactly. one, yeah. another, another burn, comedy, and yeah, but it's it's comedic and it's kind of languid, and mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that languidness of just sort of hanging out at the beach and this guy's a hunk and his shirt is always off. There's mm-hmm. always going to be this feeling that you're on vacation when you're watching Aquaman, mm-hmm. and See, the immediacy of the superhero <laughs> universe doesn't play into that yeah. setting. I think they missed an opportunity. Aquaman is kind of that. a bad idea from the start. Then I think there's a good idea there that they didn't exploit because when you think about it from the perspective of an Aquaman show, where mm-hmm. the sea isn't just a place where you splash about and have a good time it's where you well it's where Atlantis is it's (laughs) where there are monsters and everything and if you look at it that way what you got here is a border town yeah Mm -hmm. what you have here is maybe even a Casablanca kind of situation because there are people who know about Atlantis or lived Mm -hmm. there or exiles from Atlantis underwater Casablanca or an over uh, like just on both sides like almost Mm -hmm. like the the, Roanoke (laughs) almost like the Eon Flux TV series which Mm -hmm. is all about like the border between North and South Korea they could have played it more like Mercy Reef is uh, the gate between like Atlantis which is full of like monsters and horrors and like all this you know we don't know because we don't know like they kind of they kind of play with this idea that maybe Atlantis is conquered by these sort of sirenous monsters. We don't quite get a like a definite mm-hmm. thing. We just know that Orin and his family had to because, leave because um, yeah. terrible Wonder Woman has apparently been after him forever. It is the same Adrian one Pilicky. that killed his mom. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I, she's got the same name as one of the terrible Supernatural brothers, and I'll just never remember. Ad- uh, Adrian Palicki. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but she's apparently we... been chasing him forever and ever, and he's never heard of her. Yeah. So when we reviewed Wonder Woman, I think we accidentally called her uh, Adrian Padalecki a couple That's of times. That's the guy yeah. from Supernatural. Yeah. 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 We, one of no. them is Jason Todd. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> it, was, it was a good Jason Todd. Yeah, Damn yeah. it! <laughs> but uh, no, I think I think you're right, and it's it's weird because I don't think Justin Hartley is a bad actor because I know this pilot is the reason why Smallville cast him as Green Arrow in their season six. But and even I saw some this, of those episodes. He was he's a good. pretty good Green Arrow. But even watching yeah. this, like he's not Aquaman. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, you could convince me he's Oliver Queen. Well, like, yeah, yeah, I buy tell that. Me, tell me, uh, like. In your minds, like what is sort of the classic archetypal version of Aquaman? Like describe his character to me, because I'm unfamiliar with the comics. I I think of him a stranger in a strange land kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's he's from the he's mm-hmm. got to serve both masters. He's got to mm-hmm. think about the surface world and think about the, the so aquatic is, world. Is he like an, he's, an angsty character? Is he, he can be uh, that, that overwhelmed? Can be he's very job, proud. He's, he's so proud. Okay. He's so proud. And, like, and yeah. at his best, and well, that, Jason that's says this yeah, yeah. accurate to this. He's, um, so, yeah. he's he should be Conan the Barbarian. Just underwater. Yeah. Like, he should be kingly and scary. Like, even an Aragorn archetype. Yeah. He's actually... (laughs) don't get here. Do you want to follow this guy anywhere? No. Really? Except maybe, like, to make out somewhere? And and this is a a late addition to his character. Like, this is a 90s addition to character, but I really like that. And Grant Morrison was the one that introduced this. He's, like, the last member of the Justice League that you want to make angry. Because he will literally, like, hulk out and, like, just go nuts. And, like, just destroy everything. 
Yeah. I, I, I get none of that yeah. from this version <laughs> yeah. of Aquaman. Yeah. Well, this, this, this is a guy who drinks too much light beer. Yeah, basically. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's a Corona fan. He, he, uh, he buys Nickelback yeah. records. This is not a cool guy. Mm. <laughs> we need to talk about like this one thing that they did, and I don't remember this from the comics. Where okay, so and it's always been one of the problems. Aquaman, great in water, elsewhere. Eh? Yeah, and what they decided to do to solve that dilemma was if Aquaman splashes himself with water, he briefly gets super strength. Yeah, so yeah. that well, is accurate. From the yeah, that is yeah, and, and in the comics, a, he needs to because Aqualad has this as well. Needs to be like wet. Like if so he, dry, he, he can be, dry out too it, much, it needs to be moist. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a golden. It's a, it's he a needs gold, to be yeah. sexy and glistening. Yeah, it's a golden age rule of Aquaman that he can only be out of the water for about an hour without losing his like super abilities. It's ridiculous. That, also, actually, yeah. for Namor the Submariner has yeah. the same shtick. Like yeah. if he's away from water, he yeah. starts they to ab- go insane. They abandoned it later on. Basically, they abandoned the exact. Cause it used to be exactly an hour. Like because they <laughs> there was many Justice <laughs> stories where it was like he got to the hour. They would show you the clock and Aquaman would be like. I'm so weak and then like Batman would be like here take this water and he'd be like I'm strong again like, it's like, it's like, it was like Popeye but there's, um, other, like, there's cool details about being on a water where like uh, he doesn't articulate well because he's used to speaking underwater and sound carries better underwater he mumbles yeah but that was in, a good but one yeah. but it wasn't just like year one yes. right? yeah, was in good. this version of the show obviously you can't do that because he lives out of water most and they the also yeah, that's how it was they also yeah. sort of gave him a weird ability later on where they, they played around with it that it was not the idea that um, all of his powers come from water. Is he just so connected to water? He's like a waterbender, and so yeah, he becomes like sort of a waterbender. <laughs> Which so they he... do more with Calderon later in the Young Justice. Series. Yeah, and so there's like there's some I, later ideas where he could actually control people because we're made of water. Like he could like he could freeze you. <laughs> Actual Aquaman. So just yeah, yeah. Hydro Man. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Except Hydro Man was evil and from the. I, I love having you guys on this. But <laughs> I think they did more stuff. I think they did this in Mercy Reef because if you remember early Smallville. He always came across kryptonite. He always did. Well, that's mm. Superman in general. Yeah. Like, especially yeah. the early stuff was. Well, we shit. We really only came up with one way to defeat him, and we got to yeah. use it every yeah. time. Do they use the pink kryptonite in Smallville, the one that turns you they gay? They use every color. That's my favorite. No, no, kryptonite. they don't turn him gay, but there's a red kryptonite that turns him evil. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there really a pink kryptonite that turns you gay? Yes. Yeah. That's and that's weird. the best idea ever. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. I, I, think, it, I, think, it, I think it appeared in one issue. But like, every color of kryptonite just, is out there. And he just didn't have any interest in, in Lois in, anymore. In the, main, in the main, if you Google pink kryptonite, there's a picture of him sitting on, uh, maybe it's Jimmy, but it's a male reporter's desk as Superman, and he's got like his leg up. And <laughs> it's great. Oh it's like the most offensive thing. When was this created? When uh, was this? Because I know. Like, like, early uh, aughts. Like, it's a pretty contemporary. That's contemporary? Oh, yeah. I'll find it That sounds like a bullshit 1950s. Oh, What's no, Superman's no, 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 new no, no, no. power? He shoots a little Superman out of his yeah. hand who's stronger than him, and then Superman gets jealous of little Superman. Yeah. That's an actual storyline. That's the stupidest thing it I've is. ever read in my life. It's pretty amazing. We're looking it up right now. Remember in the movies, though, like Superman in Superman 4, it's like he, he stares at the Great Wall of China and just sort of magically rebuilds itself? Yes. Like, what, the, yeah. what Superman power is that? <laughs> They've been making up Superman power since yeah. Superman 2. Yeah. Yeah. Aquaman's yeah. kind of the same thing. It appeared thing. in Supergirl 79, um, wow. which is a modern era, and then here's like one of the panels of him hitting on a guy after me. Oh, wow. But it only works on Kryptonians. It won't just turn anybody gay. Yeah. Just Kryptonians. <laughs> just Kryptonians. But, but just straight Kryptonians. Do you guys remember that movie? <laughs> yes, it doesn't flip the other way. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys remember that movie Love Potion number nine? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so the point, if you don't recall this, <laughs> we're way off topic. Love, Love Potion number nine Aquaman is, starred uh, Sandra Bullock and Tate Donovan as scientists who, uh, long, long story, doesn't matter, they get a love potion. Who was potion. Tim Daly in that film? No. No, it's Tate Donovan. <laughs> All right. Okay. Where is Tate Donovan nowadays? Uh, wherever he wants to be. 
uh, also working on This Is Us. I'm, probably I'm thinking of Dr. Jekyll and Ms. Hyde. Okay. That, that's yeah. Dr. Jekyll and Ms. Hyde. Yeah. No, love potion number nine, they find a uh, uh, a love potion, and the idea is if you put, they have this love potion and you talk, people will become irresistibly attracted to you if they are of mm. the opposite sex. Mm. Um, and it has to do with like some little cilia in your ear or something like that, and it just affects you on brainwaves. That. But what's weird is that they actually, like... That's silly, Max. That's for sure. Bullock has to like. Then they use it for horrifically irresponsible reasons. Like it's basically they use it as a date rape drug. Oh, like it's really right. gross. But like she also needs to use it to like do things like get out of t- tickets or whatever like that. They're just horribly irresponsible. First of all, people. to get out of a ticket, all you have to do is cry. Basically, but like what they do that, is that doesn't work for me. She has to well, go to cry harder. She has to. <laughs> she has to go. I forget what she has to do. She goes to this office and she's got to accomplish some task. But it turns out everyone there is a woman. And in fact, actually, if you say it around someone of the same sex they get kind of angry at you it has the opposite effect so she has to find a dude who works there to help her out and the only person she finds is gay and it works which is basically the movie saying for its mechanic that homosexuality is all in your head and I never thought about that when I was a kid when I saw it but I'm watching it now I'm like that movie is messed up and maybe we need to take another look at that because that was weird it's real heteronormative as well it's real heteronormative it's super fucking weird actually like yeah I know, I got off on a tangent. Aquaman. Um, Where do you think they were going with... The the big thing that really concerned me about the pilot, because we meet this really X-Files analog character who sort of has the Raiders of the Lost Ark giant warehouse of files. I was, I, and Jason I, said, don't they have a computer? Yeah, it's 2006, where's your computer? Is what I said. Um, it's not a good image. Do, Just showing her a laptop yeah. isn't impressive. Do, you also, think, it's the beach that That's paper would break true. down exactly. with all the salt like, You want to keep it in, like, <laughs> underground well, the thing in Kansas. That, the thing that really confused me was like the, the, the idea yeah. was that the, the pilot was from 1936 and then the guy who hops out of the water who is also some old army dude or something like but that. But who's also a Kryptonian? Yeah, well, he Atlantic. He comes. Okay. He comes to yeah, Orin. So are they saying what? that all these time hop people are Atlantean? I was so confused. I by think that. the idea but, was that they were they were taken in the Bermuda Triangle and mm-hmm. they've been in Atlantis, and then maybe in Atlantis people don't age as fast for some. Or it's like a time displaced like, city. I, I, yeah, I no. think time doesn't like time stops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's super advanced. They uh, they have super laser tornado technology. <laughs> like they've got, I, I I don't know where they're going with it. It seems like it seems like they've got like too many. They have more mechanics than they need for Monster of the Week. Because mm-hmm. yes, Monster yes. of the Week could just be Monster this week, or it could be someone from the '30s is back, and it's Al Capone. And remember mm. when Al Capone got lost in the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Fun fact: Jimmy uh, Cooper. Does he show up on Legends of Tomorrow? Al Capone, yes he does. Yes, yeah, That's fine. Yeah. Yes he does. Oh, I saw that one. That was yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was DB Cooper showed up in Prison Break. Did it? Oh, that's right. Oh that was God. one of the good. The first season of Prison Break. I, I, is I remember hearing good. about that. First season of Prison Break. Actually, pretty good. All right. Yeah. Also, Prison Break jokes all over <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, that's fun. Well, of course, you got yeah. my worth knowing. Yeah. He's, he's and so Dominic great. Purcell. That's right. That's right. You got yeah. both of them. <laughs> I remember when they first paired them together on The Flash, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. you guys are dorks. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, are we forgetting anything? Because again, it's just a pilot. There's not that uh, much to it. Ving Rhames uh, lends more gravity to this than he should. I, yeah. I can see what they're going for. I'll say that uh, with Aquaman. because In sort of setting at the beach, young, hot Aquaman, this is a chance to do a lot of uh, teen soap opera sex drama 
with superheroes involved. Mm-hmm. I think sex would have uh, made think, this pilot better. Yeah, yeah. there is no uh-huh. sex in this at all. There's, yeah. no, there's no sex, but there's well, a lot of... Well, he skinny dips with Adrian Palicki. Oh, sure. oh, yeah, sure. so remember we were... There's we a said a good, of, yeah, a good like, minute being like, are they supposed to be naked? Are they actually naked? I, yeah. I, they, 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 well, they, you cross over the water, Big Graham says, put your pants on, so yeah. I assume yes. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, being, they're being coy about it, but yeah. Well, she, she had no shoulder straps, so unless she changed into a different bikini top... What's weird is that... So that friend he has, Eva... Who like runs the shop with him? She gets uh, stabbed like mm-hmm. multiple times. I thought like, she was dead. So did I. She gets the hell stabbed out of her. Like my god! And then at the end, you see her in the hospital, and I'm just like, I'm willing to bet you had this had it gone to series, they would have regretted keeping her alive. Yeah. Oh yeah. They would have yeah. been like, do we need her? Literally, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Honestly, get rid of her. She becomes this tragic element of his past that keeps motivating him, and then her shares of the thing go to her cousin. But she's, new but and but she's the character. Lana archetype. If you're going off a of small, I guess. Uh, she means she kind of. Felt like more like Chloe Sullivan. Well, look, I've seen two episodes of Smallville. <laughs> I mean, the, the biggest problem with this pilot for me is uh, another problem is that we end this episode and it does feel so overstuffed. And it's and with Smallville, it was like, okay, he's gonna fight the meteor freak of the week. Like that became the phrase. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna be the new meteor freak who has new powers because of Kryptonite? Mm-hmm. But in this, I'm like, okay, is it the idea of we're all these time displaced people, or is it the idea we're going to fight a new monster or from Atlantis? Which one is it? Yeah, that's like too many heroes each week. Like, are we doing the turtles next week? Yeah. And then, are we and then he's the also training, so is he going to go back to Atlantis? Like, we don't know. I mean, eventually he would, I assume. I, I but hope like, so too. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, would, it's kind of a waste of time. I would but. love to see the writers just tying themselves in knots trying to find, like, new ocean based monsters. Oh to my find. god. There's no shortage of that. That makes it a wildly expensive show. Yeah. Like, how often are you shooting in the pool and then doing the. There's a lot of them. One, yeah. well, there, there's yeah. a reason why we haven't had an Aquaman feature film, or very many that take place underwater yes. beyond the incredible Mr. Limpet. Uh, it's it's because it's so expensive <laughs> to shoot underwater, and it's hard and to it's, fake. It's hard to yeah. fake, yeah. and it's boring. You remember the, the climax of Thunderball, which is like five days long. Yeah. It's, just, oh, it's like <laughs> so there's, no, there's no dialogue, there's no music. Everybody's wearing masks. Yeah. So Everyone's just there, moving and, and shooting harpoons at each other. Yeah. Well, and I think now, was... the new Avatar film is going to be set underwater, from what I understand. Uh-huh. And James Cameron is going to crack that open. I have confidence. Well, I think that the special even, effect <laughs> is going to have. Well, whether or not it's going to be good is another thing. Mm-hmm. But he's going to have the special effects technology that's fair. to crack mm-hmm. what uh, what that's going to look like. Well, and, and I think we'll soon have the technology to realize Aquaman. In 2006, well, I, we have a shirtless guy who goes skinny dipping. And they what? basically <laughs> do the same thing as Smallville because Smallville was the big thing is he just runs fast. And they kind of just did that effect except they put him on his stomach and this and then they put water behind And it, it looks yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looks I, pretty okay in Smallville, actually. I do like, at the very least, that they made sure they insisted on the mechanic that he's really fast in water. Yeah. And yes. that way, once they had some more money after the pilot, they maybe could have, like, the, the water wouldn't look as slow and languid mm-hmm. as water indeed mm-hmm. simply does, mm-hmm. and you could have had a bit more dynamic action under there. Yeah. But I don't know, I like the idea of the monster of the week, because there's no shortage. Like, history... Human history and cultural history is so linked to water, mm-hmm. like right from the beginning, like Sa- sailing the wine dark sea. Yeah, exactly. You know the, the the floods and the uh, well, here, uh, here be monsters. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you look at a uh, Lovecraftian uh, uh, mythology. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, all of this stuff. We were very fascinated with it, and it's permeated through. Our, our entire like shared mythos. Which season do you think would have been the Kraken season? 
or Orsilla. Yeah. 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 Something like that. But I think you'd have to do that. You, there's all kinds like of three or five. You gotta work yeah, up yeah. to that. Yeah. I mean, look, there's, it's the Bermuda Triangle. You know they're gonna get to ghost pirates. Yeah. Oh, or, at oh, least, yeah. or at least resurrected pirates. Pirates who've been around mm, this whole yeah. time and they escape and they attack the thing. That's what the it's show the big... is missing. Rather than having Ving Rames be his his mentor, who's like an Atlantean, you have a pirate ghost. So it's Lange Eliza Blackjack Savage meets yeah. Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what that show needed, was was more weird. Uh, uh, di- different weird stuff from an even weirder, fail- <laughs> even more failed show that less people remember. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have, have you heard of, of The 100 Lives of Blackjack Savage? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we did an episode on it. It's one of our heard, favorite, I've, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been telling everyone who will listen. Yeah. A, lot of, yeah, a lot of the shows you have covered, I've been like, I sort of remember that show, yeah. <laughs> it is surprising when you, because you, it is, especially like the great thing about your guys' podcast is that there are, when you think about the shows that make it on air, like, there are a lot of shows. But then when you think about the shows that almost made it on air, it, like, opens it up. And it ma- creates this, like, mm-hmm. weird parallel universe where you're like, oh, man, there was a world where Aquaman ran for ten years. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's really interesting. Yeah. Like, it's, it's this alternate history. And, like, some of them are neat. Honestly, like, so what's what, what's one that you actually wish had, had kept going? Well, we just, just last week, we did The Flash. The Flash. Yeah. The, the, 1990, the Flash. I that wish that show would have kept going. I watched show. that show a lot. Uh, yeah. Jason was actually going to come on for that episode and just the timing. Scheduling just came out of the way. Yeah. I love that show. It holds uh, it, up it, quite yeah. well. That's totally my jam. Yeah, I yeah. Think That's yeah. just my interests. <laughs> and it's really cool that the uh, the modern Flash show name drops and gives Easter eggs to that show all the and time. And they, they, they recast a lot of those actors. They've brought on too. most John, of the main cast John Wesley Shipp, who played The Flash, now plays The Flash's dad. And Jay Garrick. And yeah. Amanda Earth. Pays, who plays yep. T- uh, Tina McGee, plays Tina, Tina McGee. McGee. Mm-hmm. Which is actually, like, I had this theory, and I'm actually surprised they haven't done it yet, that there's so much alternate reality hopping in The Flash. Why don't they just go to the old show? Mm. Well, there, uh, there, is a scene, there was a scene in the first season where he sort of ran through time, and one of the clips that went past yeah. him was John Wesley yes. Shipp in The Flash suit. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, that's yeah. the thing. Like, so the idea that it's out there that in the multiverse. he crossed over with Supergirl for the first yes. time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I just I thought that would be really cool. I interviewed I John Wesley Shipp about this. Like, would you do it? And he's like, this was before we found out about the Jake Garrick thing, yeah. so I yeah. think he was wanting to play coy, but mm. like, yeah, I'd love to put on the suit again. Yeah. And I'll bet he would. Like, it'd be really cool. Remember yeah. when John Wesley Shipp was the abuse? of Dad on Teen Wolf? Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> of Colton... No, no, not of Colton Haynes. The guy who replaced Colton Haynes. I didn't show. watch the show Teen Wolf. It's garbage, but I, <laughs> I love it. Is it better or worse garbage than Teen Wolf 2? Oh, Ooh, definitely. A different kind of garbage, but better. Okay. Um, Harry Superman is in it. What's Tyler Hecklin is, is in it as well. Mm. Oh, okay. oh, I love Tyler Hecklin. He's so, so, so attractive. Um, <laughs> isn't he just distractingly like, wow. He's got his shirt off for like the entire first three seasons, so if you need a reason to check out Teen Wolf. Well, the, uh, speaking of having your shirt off, that's one of the things that just sort of kept me watching in Aquaman was it's, just this man's midsection. Yeah. And they, they knew what they had. They're just going to film this guy with his mm-hmm. shirt off. It's like I was this, mostly yeah. like, how, many, how often feel you have yeah. to they also did a thing too where they, they did the Smallville thing where Twice they put daily. him in Aquaman's color. All of his beach suits yeah. had off, were either were orange Even or green. Even when he was a kid. Yep. Even when he was He's a kid, he was wearing orange or green. Yeah. Yep. The entire yeah. time. I'm fine with that. I'm okay with you it. You know what's interesting? Like, we're actually like. Now that we're taking superheroes a lot more seriously than we used to, mm-hmm. there's this thing where it's just like, well, we don't want to put him in the original suit because the original suit was a little silly, so we're going to change it up. Mm. But when I was young and they did that ever, everyone was up in arms. Like, if you look at the Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie, yeah. which is actually not a bad movie, he just doesn't wear the fucking skull shirt. Mm. And everyone still talks about it when you bring in that movie. Yeah, but he didn't wear the shirt. Who gives yeah, this yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same character. Yeah, fucking John Bernthal doesn't wear a skull until like the last yeah. episode of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. You were on board. Well, it's the what same the fuck? thing that people say about the original X Men movie. They're like, yeah, but they're in black suits. 
So? so it's a great movie. That's not the problem with that movie. Yeah. And indeed, they they mock the the costume in yes, dialogue. And yeah. it's like, do, do, would you prefer a sillier comic book looking outfit? No, this is a little bit more what a superhero team might wear. Although I'll, I'll say this: when more, they finally slightly, slightly more realistic. when they finally came back around to using the blue and gold suits yes. in first class, they looked pretty good. I yeah, liked they them. Did. They I liked them. They actually pulled it yeah, off. Yeah. The costume designers had figured out a way to make them look a little bit more realistic. I know. I'm just saying. Like eventually, I think we're at the point at, now where we can do that. At the time, it was. More like the 1997 Justice League pilot, where everything was like gigantic oh, man, foam that blocks. Thing. That they, you know, they, they yeah. couldn't design the suits yet. Maybe there was some sort of breakthrough in cloth technology. I'm not, <laughs> not privy to that they could do. Oh man, like, that would have been another they interesting knew how thing. To make is new silicon parts for the. the I, I wonder how they would have introduced Aquaman's costume uh, in this show. I imagine it would have been like Atlantean armor or something. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about it like uh, you ever see Legend with Tom Cruise? Mm-hmm. Like I, he's his. I always thought it was weird that his whole like suit of armor on that was one long chainmail shirt. Like it looked like he was wearing a nightgown made, yeah. made of uh, made of mm-hmm. whatever, but like a scale mail is actually mm-hmm. scale mail. But like yeah, just put him in scale mail. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, done. Looks good. <laughs> it honestly it's probably cool. just would have been a wetsuit that was painted orange. You're probably correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, I think they would have had to do something like with his shoulders and arms, but his chest needed to remain bare because that's, that's why. Well, yeah. oh, sure. That's yeah. why we're here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and and the, the new Aquaman in the new movie is you know he's got the big dreads and the beard, oh, and, but it, but so he's great. got he's got the bare chest and like one arm is covered. I, yeah. his yeah. armor, I, I so. love shows where you're watching. Yeah, you're watching for the characters and the plots. Who cares? You're watching them for like one weird thing that you just weirdly obsessive over the show was weirdly obsessive over sometimes it's beefcake sometimes Mm. it's cheesecake Mm -hmm. or if you watch something like Hannibal it's oh my god that's a cute coat (laughs) <laughs> Everyone's got a cute coat on Hannibal. Holy God! Well, you've seen all oh, that Men, scarf, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Mad, yes. Mad Men, which is interior design porn. Yes. Yeah. I guess another question is: Is are we surprised this failed? I am actually. Well, okay. The, the question we must ask now. Oh, okay, it, great. Yeah, was we'll talk about that. Sorry, sorry. No, no, it's fine. Was it canceled too soon? Yeah, be honest. Mm. Was it canceled too soon, Jason? I actually think for this is 2006. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is this was canceled too soon because this was about where Smallville became the most popular it ever, it, like its biggest ratings. Or like, Smallville's about to hit its fifth season, I think, at this mm-hmm. point, and that I almost think is Smallville's best season of all the all ten. Um, yeah, it was canceled too soon because I think this should have at least gotten thirteen episodes. Let's see where it would have gone. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of problems with this pilot, but. For 2006, there are a lot of things in this pilot that could have been really cool and could have led to an interesting series. Ashley, cancel too soon. uh, Definitely. I would have loved to have seen at least one season from it. Um, It has a lot of the same problems that even the contemporary CWDC TV shows have. They don't do pilots very well, in my opinion. Um, I think Justin Hartley is uh, not terrible, and I think he could have gotten there. It took Stephen Amell an entire season. It took Grant Gustin four seasons. He could have got there. Uh, Grant Gustin went and did a movie this summer, and he's suddenly good. So uh, it's great. I love it. Um, I think he could have got there because he's, he's, he's better now. Yeah. And honestly, this, this episode is some real shit, but it's fun. Yeah, so I just would have liked to see. More We've of seen it. a lot worse pilots than this. Yeah. It, it it moves. There's some fun stuff in it. Uh, parts of it are really badly written. And I, if I were them, I do think it was canceled too soon. But I think it needs some major reworking before it goes mm. to yes. series. I think there's stuff in this pilot you can salvage, but I think you need to reshoot some of it. They probably would have reshot it. it. I don't think this would have been the pilot that would have been episode one. No, and that's probably probably yeah. one of the reasons why they didn't want to do it because it's an yeah. expensive mm. thing and they have to redo the first episode already. Because uh, yeah, this this needs a uh, uh, some sculpting. Yeah. I think, but I think if this had had at least a half season there was some talk about it being a mid-season replacement after it was rejected mm-hmm. uh for the 2006 fall season um 
I might think have been good like that, like in a, like a six, a six yeah. or an eight episode order. Give it a mm-hmm. chance to like find some footing because again, Smallville's big enough that I think people will be curious. Mm-hmm. And if you can find over the course of like five episodes, if you can find where it is. It's worth it. If you can't find that, fucking cancel it because you haven't mm-hmm. found it. You're not going to make that show. But yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen a little more of this, maybe with some different casting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I apologize. Don't apologize. I, I apologize to be, to be the outlier, but uh, <laughs> the biggest drag in the show is the main character. Mm-hmm. He, he, I'm sure the actor is perfectly capable and he's fine to look at, but they're not able to really give me anything to hold on to with this guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's supposed to be a good guy or a bad guy. All I see is like a dumb guy who hates books, who doesn't <laughs> really show a lot of potential for growth. And yeah. I understand that's the idea. You're supposed to make him a cat at the start so he can become better. But I saw no potential. I saw no charm. I saw no chemistry with anybody or anything. <laughs> he was not relating to the world like a person does. <laughs> he was like just... Mm-hmm. He, he was like an Axe Body Spray commercial come to life, essentially. And I don't want to watch this guy. I don't want to see him become <laughs> But that's my thing. And I have not, and I don't have enough affection for the Aquaman character to see where what they're going to do with that. See, and so. that's the thing. I think if you would recast him, I think honestly, mm-hmm. as good as he might be in other things, he's 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 lost here. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of who would have been good at the time. Well, and it's a tough question. You know, one thing we reviewed oh, that man. came out around the same time, another failed pilot was Young MacGyver, starring Jared Padalecki, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. was again, he's I mean, a very attractive young man, but he had a lot more personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he would have if. If we've seen Supernatural, like when mm-hmm. he has to pretend to be something he's not, you can still see that spark. Mm-hmm. Like that, there's something here. Like I'm yeah. kind of, I know what I'm doing. Would have been a good I would, choice. I would have, I would have taken good. a worse actor who had at least some sort of charm. Ian Summerhalder would have been really good because yeah. he would have been coming off the first season of Lost. He would have had a lot of. He was play. actually in Smallville at this time. He was uh, in the complete that, fourth not season. Batman. Yeah, he's um, playing not Batman. And I was going to say, they, they hired him later to be on Vampire Diaries. Anyway, he's got the wrong look, but I mean, Frost yeah. his tips, who cares? Because <laughs> yeah. he's charming. He's not great, but he's charming. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what you needed. You need someone with a lot more charm. Yeah. yeah. And, you need... and, and this guy is just a dead weight for this whole series. I know. He's dragging the anchor on Aquaman. <laughs> sinking the show. I can do more aqua- aquatic puns, if you like. Awesome. Well, uh, that's that's Aquaman slash Mercy Reef. And I uh, think Mercy well, Reef's the better title. I think so. Why was it yeah. called Mercy Reef? It's not, doesn't because Smoke, Mercy Superman Reef. was called Smallville. And Mercy but Reef is a take, real place. It does take place in Mercy Reef. So, so that, that's Google. where the lighthouse is. And, oh, and that's actually, it, that's actually it, was, it was like Typhoon Cove or whatever. I, I don't know, but yeah, Mercy Reef is actually the. the they both sound like water parks is, to is, me. Yeah, yes. is the actual comic book town where Aquaman grew up. Okay, yeah. Though they, even though they don't talk about Mercy Reef, yeah, they it's go weird. there a lot. They talk about it. It's yeah. mentioned. Oh, it's yeah. mentioned. There's a couple of lines of dialogue. They got it out of the way. Sure. Um, in, in Justice League War, it features in that. Sure. Doesn't it? In but movie? also, like later on in Smallville, they they spend more time in Metropolis than they do Smallville, and they still call the show Smallville. So anyway, thank you. Both. Thank you, Ashley Victoria Robinson. Thank you, Jason Inman. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. This was really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) When uh, remind everyone where they can uh, where they can find you online in podcast form and comic books. Uh, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ashley B Robinson. You can text me or text me tweet. Text you. Don't text me. (laughs) (laughs) You can tweet me pictures of Justin Hartley with a shirt off. You can follow uh, the Geek History Lesson podcast at GHL Podcast on Twitter and get it where all of your great podcasts are picked up. And don't forget Jupiter Jet. December 6th. Please go order it, please. Yep. If, if you go to a comic book store, do people even do that anymore? Yes, they do. Yes. Yes. It's, it's where you have to pre-order, go. Pre-order, like yeah. the biggest thing about independent comic books, and we said this in a lot of other places, is that pre-orders matter. They and do. That, and if, uh, if a person goes into a comic book store and pre-orders that issue, that makes the store be like, hmm, 
hmm, maybe more people would so want this. So maybe I'll buy so, three instead of nine. Instead of just the one, yeah. <laughs> so uh, please do that. We think you'll like it. And you can find me everywhere on the internet at Jawin. That's J-A-W-I-I-N. Yeah, not, uh, not hard to say at all. Nope. Okay. Uh, and, and I'm coming back for Time Cop, damn it. Okay, we'll, we'll try to track it down. That sounds fine. Pencil you Also, in. if you ever get around to Green Lantern, the animated series. You know, uh, that was, we had a poll this month, was mm-hmm. for. Uh, I know, and Gem, Gem World got in as That's right, that's what I was about Green Lantern. But you, so could, you could do it later. Well, we'll do it at and some I'm point. Be here. I was a big fan of Green Lantern, the animated so series. I was too. Uh, if, you're, if you're new, if you're only hearing us because these two wonderful people are on the show, uh, we have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash cancel too soon. Uh, and one of the perks, uh, if you contribute to the show is every month we uh, outsource an episode. We let our Patreon subscribers pick an episode uh, from a certain number of, of topics or shows that we have access to. This month we wanted to do a DC animated series and we had offered a lot of options. We had Beware the Batman, uh, we had the uh, Swamp Thing animated series, oh, we, Swamp we had Day. the Ruby Spears yep. Superman <laughs> series, which had no votes whatsoever. No one cared. Wow. It was really funny. Wow. And Green Lantern the Animated, it was neck and neck between Green Lantern the Animated series and the ultimate winner, Amethyst Princess of Gem World. I can't believe Amethyst won. I was very <laughs> happy it did. It's great. It's, it's uh, good. It's, but Green Lantern is so much better. It's a neat show, and I'm here's the thing: people know Green Lantern the animated mm. series is great. We're gonna get a chance to talk about Amethyst Princess of Gem World, well, and, and hopefully with a very special guest. So fingers oh, crossed. Nice. And here's the problem with Cancel Too Soon. I don't want to talk about the stuff that people know is good and is good. Yeah, yeah. you want the bad stuff. I, I want the <laughs> the obscure stuff that was lost to history because mm-hmm. it sucks so hard. Because here's the thing: there's there's <laughs> so That's many what interests. Me. There's so many hundreds, if not thousands, of shows that failed, that oh. died yeah. on the vine. Uh, that the handful that people know about represent a very small fraction of it. So if we mm. do them all. We'll have nothing left. That's true. There's nothing to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Like, if we did them all right off the bat, it's like, oh, we did them all. We already did my so-called life. What's, what are we going to do? Have you done for... Jack of All Trades yet? No, because I lasted two seasons. Oh, damn it. I didn't I know that. I love that show. I love that show. We still have to do Briscoe County. We haven't though. done The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Or, I love Or Briscoe Legends, County. the kind of I, parallel. I've seen Briscoe pieces County of Legends. Yeah, 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 yeah. The UPN show. That was an we, option we can, we can for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, about, what about Walter, guys? Walter? The Radar? Mash oh my god! Oh my god! I forgot that existed. <laughs> I knew about it. Yeah, you can have me for that one. It's only a movie. It's like one episode, and it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. That's cool. That's great. We need to bring in more experts for shows that are like based off of or spinoffs of shows that we didn't watch. We still have a plan to get a friend of mine on for the the Rockford spinoff. Yeah, the Rockford spinoff. Yeah, Richie Brockman, Private Eye. Yeah, the character got his own show. Wow. It's also Mrs. Columbo. You know, there's a, a lot Starring of Kate Mulgrew. Kate Mulgrew. Captain yeah. Yeah. yeah, trying to track that one down, too. We want so many of these. We will never run out. <laughs> uh, but seriously, thank you again for joining us. Thank Everyone, you for having us. Check out their podcast. Check out their comic book. It's it's really great stuff. Uh, we got to bounce. You can email us uh, your thoughts, your suggestions for other shows. Canceled too soon at gmail.com. We're also at Canceled Cast on Twitter. I'm at William Bibiani. I'm at Whitney Seibold. And if you want to hear our new uh, movie review show, again, that's on the Schmoes No uh, iTunes or, or any other podcast feed you got, or you can hear it on YouTube at the SK Plus YouTube channel. Uh, we got some We're really fun stuff. Yeah, we got some fun <laughs> stuff going on all over the place. But thank you again for just being neat. And uh, that is a wrap, folks. We will see you next season. Thank <laughs> you.